Hey everybody, welcome back to the JP2 Generation Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Perna, and this is episode four. Today we're going to be talking about the raising of Lazarus, which was the gospel reading for today, as well as one of my favorite movies, The Princess Bride. Today in Mass, we heard the reading of the raising of Lazarus from the dead. This is by far one of the greatest miracles we see our Lord perform in the scriptures, dare I say, the greatest miracle we see him perform. It's not by coincidence that we hear these readings today. Also, Ezekiel and the raising of the bones, these readings fit in what we are, these readings, they, they fit into what we are enduring currently at this time in our, uh, in our history. Uh, it's interesting that these readings uh, are the readings today, which come from the year A readings. If we were in year B or C, the entire church would not have heard these readings. The cycle A readings are usually used every year for the Mass where RCIA dismissal is done at your parish. But this year we're in year A, so the entire universal church heard these readings. Just so you guys understand that when RCIA is done, usually a parish will designate a uh, one mass, and that's where the RCIA, RCIA dismissal occurs, and that's where these re- readings are usually read. A side footnote is that the Catholic Church readings are divided as year A, B, and C for Sundays, and cycle one and two for daily masses. Like most of the scripture readings, there are many elements that we could discuss, and although I would love to discuss some of those elements, The point of these podcasts is to really keep them short and to the point. I really would like to keep these podcasts under 15 minutes. Really, I would like to keep them under 10 minutes. But sometimes, like yesterday's uh, podcast, things uh, took a little more time to explain. For today, I want to focus on the raising of Lazarus, as I said, and how it corresponds to one of my favorite movies, The Prince's Bride. If you recall from today's gospel reading, it says, When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Why is this, why is this point so important in this miracle? Well, the ancient Jews believe that a person's soul would hover over an individual's body for three days. And then on the fourth day, the soul would depart. In a sense, it seems that our Lord waits for four days to make sure that Lazarus is dead. He does not go on day two, which is when he found out about, um, you know, there's the possibility, you know, in the scriptures he talks about on day two, but he doesn't go on day two. He goes on day four. Uh, There's, you know, the whole, I think Martha says to him, you know, if you were here, my brother would not have died, uh, thinking that if our Lord was there, he would have already healed Lazarus of what he was dying of. The day the soul would have departed from hovering over the person's body is that is that day four. When I taught high school theology, uh, when the, and this is really my second stint of teaching high school theology when I was at St. Dominic Savio in Austin, Texas. Uh, when I taught high school, I would use a scene 
from the Prince's Bride as an example to explain what we are seeing here in the scriptures. In the Prince's Bride, there's a, there's a, there's a scene where we, and I'm going to talk about that scene here in a second, the difference between mostly dead and all dead. The scene I'm speaking of is when Inigo and Fezzik bring what they believe is the deceased body of, Wels of Wesley to Miracle Max. We don't have time to read the whole dialogue, but we, but we pick up where, with Miracle Max saying, he probably owes you money, huh? Well, I'll ask him. And Indigo says, he's dead. He can't talk. And Miracle Max, whoo, 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 look who knows so much, eh? Well, it just happens that your friend here is only mostly dead. There's a big difference between mostly dead and all dead. Please open his mouth. Now, with mostly dead, he's slightly alive. Now, all dead, well, with all dead is usually only one thing you can do. Indigo, what's that? Go through his clothes and look for loose change. <laughs> okay, so although this is a funny scene in the house of Miracle Max and his wife Valerie, it shows a point what we see here in the scriptures. Jesus wanted to make sure that Lazarus was all dead before he raised him from the dead. The Jews would have known that the soul was already gone by day four. And bringing back somebody from the dead was just nuts. Crazy idea. Okay, I mean, this idea was just, just maddening. There's no way you're going to bring somebody, up, somebody from the dead. Now, our Lord does this numerous times. This one is probably the most pro prolific. But remember, he, he raises, uh, the little, uh, raises numerous uh, children and other people from the dead as well. Although we don't see it as we see it in in, uh, in John here, uh, and from this reading. For the Jews, the three days would have been mostly dead, but on the fourth day, the person was all dead. So the idea, and, and so, you know, this idea of, of mostly dead and all dead, it, it's an example of what we're seeing. It may not be a perfect example, but it's a good example to understand the difference why Jesus doesn't necessarily go on day two, but he waits till Lazarus, Lazarus actually passes away and then goes to raise him from the dead when he's all dead. When our Lord raises Lazarus, when our Lord raises Lazarus from the dead, it is a quintessential point in the Gospels because Jesus is showing us that he is life itself. He is the, the essence of all life. He even says in the same passage, I am the resurrection and the life. The resurrection from the dead is something that is promised to us all. You know, I, I think these, these readings were, were perfect uh, for what we're enduring and what we're probably going to continue in, to endure, at least for the next month or so, um, at least here in the States. And um, I think we just got to keep our focus on our Lord. Stay close to Jesus, stay close to his blessed mother, stay close to the saints. Keep praying. Um, you know, if we have to follow what our government is telling us, social distancing is important. A lot of people are working from home. If you don't need to go out, don't go out. I mean, obviously you might need food and you might need uh, more supplies, but social distance as much as you can. 
uh, stay, you know, washing your hands is important. Uh, you can always, you can make, um, you can make uh, hand sanitizer if you run out of this hand sanitizer that you already bought. So just keep close to Jesus during this time. We will get through this together um, and we will come out stronger on the other end of the tunnel. But, um, but it's an important thing just to kind of just, you know, a couple months ago when this all was happening in China and other parts of the world, I was pretty stressed out. And not that I'm not stressed out now. Um, but I've been praying that Surrender Novena, which has been very, very helpful. So I would encourage you to check out that. I've been I've talked about that on my blog before. The uh, March 19th podcast, or uh, not, not podcast, the article from March 19th talks about that Surrender Novena and where you can get it. So we're going to close today with the closing prayer from Pope St. John Paul II. Uh, it's a prayer for healing beneath the cross of the crucified King. Let's begin in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Scripture teaches us, for the message of the cross is complete absurdity to those who are headed for ruin. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. We preach Christ crucified, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. For the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us. May the power of your love once more be shown to be greater than the evil that threatens it. May it be shown to be greater than suffering. May the power of your cross, O Christ, be shown to be greater than the author of sin, who is called the Prince of this world. For by your blood and your passion, you have redeemed the world. Amen. And the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. On a side quick note, um, if you haven't seen the movie The Princess Bride, uh, since we're social distancing and we're kind of in our homes doing different things, try to find The Princess, Bo Princess Bride uh, on a streaming service because it is by far a fantastic movie. If you don't get it the first time, watch it again because I love The Princess Bride. My wife and I love The Princess Bride together. Uh, and on the... Uh, and I'll leave you. I'm, I'm praying for you. Uh, I'll continue to pray for all those people that listen in. Uh, continue to know that, uh, th that my wife and I pray every night uh, with, my, with our son. And we'll continue to offer up our prayers for all of you. And in the great line from uh, The Prince's Bride, I will leave you with this. As you wish. <laughs>